0: 听鸟儿的欢鸣
1: to Motoread 在今天的节目中我们将会听到 Oh, Tell Me the Truth About Love 以及由中国作家高鲁生所写的一篇文章与名人通信下面让我们一起走进诗歌的世界
2: Zither Tell Me the Truth About Love by W. H. Auden Some say love's a little boy, and some say it's a bird. Some say it makes the world go around. Some say that's absurd. And when I asked the man next door who looked as if he knew His wife got very cross indeed and said it wouldn't do. Does it look like a pair of pyjamas, or the ham in a temperance hotel? Does its odour remind one of llamas, or has it a comforting smell? Is it prickly to touch? as a hedge is or soft as ida down fluff? Is it sharp or quite smooth at the edges? Oh, tell me the truth about love. I looked inside the summer house. It wasn't over there. I tried the Thames at Maidenhead and Brighton's Bracing Air. I don't know what the blackbird sang or what the tulip said, but it wasn't in the chicken run or underneath the bed. Can it pull extraordinary faces? Is it usually sick on a swing? Does it spend all its time at the races or fiddling with pieces of string? Has it views of its own about money? Does it think patriotism enough? Are its stories vulgar but funny? Oh, tell me the truth about love. Your feelings when you meet it, I am told you can't forget. I've sought it since I was a child, but haven't found it yet. I'm getting on for thirty-five, and still I do not know what kind of creature it can be that bothers people so. When it comes, will it come without warning, just as I'm picking my nose? Will it knock on my door in the morning, or tread in the bus on my toes? Will it come like a change in the weather? Will its greeting be courteous or bluff? Will it alter my life altogether? Oh, tell me the truth about love.
3: 请告诉我什么是爱情的真谛说她什么都不知道哦 oh, 他会做出独特的鬼脸哦請告訴我什麼是愛情的真諦。会让每个人都那么计较 当他来到的时候, 它会不会根本上改变我的生活哦
1: Oh, tell me the truth about love. Oh, please tell the 是继托马斯·埃略特之后《忧虑的时代》等有意思的是奥登最初主修的是生物学而埃略特一直主攻哲学
2: more
1: to read。文字的世界 Beauty of Words to Read of Words 而收到名人的回信自然给作者以极大的鼓舞, 高声 my correspondence with celebrities by gao Lusheng.
0: 我年轻时爱和名人通信 严格地说, 是我向名人写信多, 人家回信少, when I
1: was young, I was fond of having correspondence with celebrated persons to be precise. I sent a lot of letters, but received not many replies. However, those who enjoy the reputation of masters did write back to me.
0: 1947年,我曾给当时任北京大学校长的胡适写信。请他指点,青年人应该有什么样的抱负和理想?没想到,胡适先生竟给我回信题词。题词是,闲者不虚生。Lu Gu Xu Sometime in nineteen forty seven I
1: wrote to Mr Hu Shi, then president of Peking University and asked him what ideal and aspiration we young people should cherish. To my amazement, Mr. Hu replied with a remark of encouragement. A man of virtue never wastes his life. Quoted from Lu Gu by Hu Shi I thought Mr. Hu might be hinting that I should learn from sages so as to become virtuous. However, it is a pity that I still have not found out the secret to a worthy life, even at an advanced age.
0: 我曾向担任北平艺术专科学校校长 大画家徐悲鸿, 展开稚嫩的翅膀到广阔的天空中去进风雨锻炼飞翔的本领才能求得生存。once I
1: wrote to Mr. Xu Bei Hong, the great artist and then president of Peking Art College, asking him what goal young people should strive for instead of an encouraging remark。Mr. Xu sent me his picture. The small picture shows a few lifelike sparrows with wings spreading as if to fly, and there is also the artist's signature, Bei Hong. As far as I could understand at that time, the picture conveyed a message. Young people should learn to survive as those little birds who with tender wings widespread would launch into the sky and practice flying skills against winds and storms. I really loved this picture and perceived from it mister concern and expectations
0: for us young people. 于是我想,风是知识要丰富的意思, oh, Another time,
1: I wrote to consult Mr. Feng Zikai, the well-known cartoonist in Shanghai. He sent me neither remark nor picture, but only his autograph, Feng Zikai. As Mr. Feng was a cartoonist with a good sense of humor, I thought he might have embedded some well-considered message in it for me to discover. So I racked my brains and worked out the following implication. Feng meaning abundance. Refers to an abundance of knowledge. Zhi meaning child refers to young people. As for kai, it certainly means joy and happiness. Ah uh, yes, I had got Mr Feng's message. Only by acquiring an abundance of knowledge and skills can young people have a bright future and a happy life.
0: 我向大文学家、历史学家郭沫若先生写信求教聚是怕做不好有警惕的意思原文是好谋而成者也 In October 1949 I wrote
1: to Mr. Guo Moro the great writer and historian, to seek advice. He had just come to Beijing from Hong Kong by a detour via Dalian to attend plenary session of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. While still staying in Peking Hotel, Mr. Guo managed, out of his touch schedule, to send me a warm reply with some remarks of encouragement. The ancient saying... Approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy is very enlightening. As apprehension arises from anxiety about one's own incapability, the saying calls for caution and vigilance. One will eventually succeed if he takes pains and devises ways to do everything without negligence. As a matter of fact, Mr. Guo's quotation comes from the Chinese classic The Confucian Analects. As the part of the text goes, Zilu said, If you, master, were given command of all the three armies of a great state, whom would you take to help you? The master said, The man who would fight a tiger barehanded, or cross a river without a boat, and even die without regret, that sort of person I would not take. My associate must be one who would approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy. So you see, Mr. Guo had not only quoted approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy, but also briefly illuminated its implication. He emphasized caution and vigilance as against rashness and negligence and advocated the spirit of trying to win success by deliberate painstaking efforts. His advice greatly inspired me.
0: 有名人通訊是很有意義的事, 但我沒有堅持下去。自1950年出參加工作以後, 我沒有再去找名人的麻煩,主動和人家通訊。我又有了和名人通信的兴趣。It
1: was worthwhile corresponding with celebrities, but nevertheless, I did not keep it up. After I had taken a job in early 1950, I stopped writing to celebrated persons, so as not to inflict inconvenience. It was not until the 1980s that I resumed that interest. Over the years, I have received from various celebrities more than 100 letters and have preserved them carefully. When I sometimes browse through them, I feel great delight and satisfaction. My Correspondence with Celebrities by Gao Lu When I was young, I was fond of having correspondence with celebrated persons. To be precise, I sent a lot of letters, but received not many replies. However, those who enjoy the reputation of masters did write back to me. Sometime in 1947, I wrote to Mr. Hu Shi, then president of Peking University, and asked him what ideal and aspiration we young people should cherish. To my amazement, Mr. Hu replied with a remark of encouragement. A man of virtue never wastes his life. Quoted from Lu Gu by Hu Shi I thought Mr. Hu might be hinting that I should learn from sages so as to become virtuous, However, it is a pity that I still have not found out the secret to a worthy life, even at an advanced age. Once I wrote to Mr Xu Beihong, the great artist and then president of Peking Art College, asking him what goal young people should strive for. Instead of an encouraging remark, Mr Xu sent me his picture. The small picture shows a few lifelike sparrows with wings spreading as if to fly, and there is also the artist's signature, Bei Hong. As far as I could understand at that time, the picture conveyed a message. Young people should learn to survive as those little birds who with tender wings widespread would launch into the sky and practice flying skills against winds and storms. I really loved this picture. And perceived from it, Mr. Xu's concern and expectations for us young people. Another time, I wrote to consult Mr. Feng Kai, the well-known cartoonist in Shanghai. He sent me neither remark nor picture, but only his autograph, Feng Kai. As Mr. Feng was a cartoonist with a good sense of humor, I thought he might have embedded some well-considered message in it for me to discover. So I racked my brains and worked out the following implication. Feng, meaning abundance, refers to an abundance of knowledge. Zi, meaning child, refers to young people. As for kai, it certainly means joy and happiness. Ah yes, I had got Mr. Feng's message. Only by acquiring an abundance of knowledge and skills can young people have a bright future and a happy life. In October 1949, I wrote to Mr. Guo Moruo, the great writer and historian, to seek advice. He had just come to Beijing from Hong Kong by a detour via Dalian to attend plenary session of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. While still staying in Peking Hotel, Mr. Guo managed, out of his touch schedule, to send me a warm reply with some remarks of encouragement. The ancient saying, Approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy, is very enlightening. As apprehension arises from anxiety about one's own incapability, the saying calls for caution and vigilance. One will eventually succeed if he takes pains and devises ways to do everything without negligence. As a matter of fact, Mr. Guo's quotation comes from the Chinese classic The Confucian Analects. As the part of the text goes, Zilu said, If you, master, were given command of all the three armies of a great state, whom would you take to help you? The master said, The man who would fight a tiger barehanded, or cross a river without a boat, and even die without regret. That sort of person I would not take. My associate must be one who would approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy. So you see, Mr. Guo had not only quoted approach an encounter with apprehension and strive to succeed by strategy, but also briefly illuminated its implication. He emphasized caution and vigilance as against rashness and negligence and advocated the spirit of trying to win success by deliberate, painstaking efforts. His advice greatly inspired me. It was worthwhile corresponding with celebrities, but nevertheless, I did not keep it up. After I had taken a job in early 1950, I stopped writing to celebrated persons so as not to inflict inconvenience. It was not until the 1980s that I resumed that interest. Over the years, I have received from various celebrities more than 100 letters and have preserved them carefully. When I sometimes browse through them, I feel great delight and satisfaction. 感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目
3: 如果不去便利世界 安托萬德聖艾克蘇佩里的經典之作《小王子》。FM,we are the difference.